Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. So as I'm recording this, it's Thursday, the 1st of July. That means the definitive summer month of my childhood has begun. A month that was full of carefree thoughts and feelings. I'm lucky to have had a childhood in which that was even possible. My childhood was certainly not perfect, but it was pretty good. And I'm standing here now up on the hill behind my house and looking out over the bay here. And uh, the greens are now a lot deeper than they were a few weeks back. It's quite warm today, not quite as warm as it's been over the last couple of days. But, you know, it's, it's a nice part of year, isn't it, my friend? Yeah, it is. It is a nice part of year. And uh, it's important for me today to focus in on something joyful, something wholesome. Because over the last couple of episodes, I have delved into some dark stuff. And while I know you wouldn't want me to stop going to those places, because that's why you're here, I assume, that I'm actually willing to go to some of these places that a lot of people would rather not. You also you also want some positivity in your life, right? And so this week, we're going to speak about um, finding peace in times of chaos. How can you take care of yourself? How can you self-regulate? How can you get to enjoy your life even as we are at the end of the road of a paradigm and the phase shift is already in motion? How do we do that? Let's explore. There are several ways that I could have this conversation about finding peace in times of chaos with you. I could be speaking about becoming physically competent through martial arts, through learning how to navigate nature and have survival skills and things like that. I'm not going to go down that route. I'm also not going to go down the route of facing your shadow and reclaiming the energy from what's unseen, which is more of a magician archetype style. Because I, I think we're ready for some lover territory here. I think we're ready for some pleasure-based conversation. How can we enjoy ourselves more and just come home in our animal flesh and, and our home, you know, our, our, our carnal home and just feel good there? How can we experience that? I'm going to speak more about that today 
than all of these other possible approaches that I could take. And for so many of us guys, myself included, this more pleasure-related or focused path is actually the more challenging one. Over these last several months, as I've been moving very slowly in a very intentional way, because that's what I've been needing in my life, I've, I've struggled with that. You know, it's not easy for me to move slowly, and rather than just rest, I will have a tendency having a pretty addicted personality due to early life imprints of computer gaming and, and such things. I've found it basically challenging to um, to just find peace with moving slowly. And, and in a way, that's why it's become such a big part of what I talk about. Um, and yet, these last months of slowing down have reminded me so much of the value of really taking the time to look inwards and to give ourselves rest and to nurture ourselves and to not just be so savage and so punitive towards ourselves that we need to perform things all of the time. You know, I'm in a container with a teacher right now, Perry Chase. She's actually, her expertise is to teach on the, uh, on the feminine. And she talks about her experience with men is that men just, we struggle so much with allowing ourselves to go to these places because we have been conditioned to be doers and that our being is not valuable. And I, I completely see the same thing that we have to do, do, do. And as we do, 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 you know, it's we're pursuing some kind of futile quest of proving ourselves worthy, a quest that never reaches fulfillment. Today, I'm telling you straight that your being and your rest and you going slowly has intrinsic worth. And so let's focus in on that path to peace. When you're going through a period like this, and particularly if you have the capacity to look into future timelines based on things that are happening, you may feel concerned, you may feel scared. And that's natural, you know, very easy for survival reflexes to be activated when things like what's happening now is, you know, occurring in our life, pandemics and a lot of increasingly tyrannical control. It, it can, it can make us feel worried. And it's strangely, the medicine is not necessarily always to just plan, 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 plan and envision what could go wrong. Rather, it is to down regulate your stress. 
in the nervous system, you have a sympathetic nervous system and a parasympathetic nervous system. And if you're always concerned about the future, you are in the sympathetic nervous system where the fight, flight and freeze live, you know, these three animal instincts, the reptilian brain that just goes into these responses. What we want is you to find the capacity to be in the parasympathetic, the rest and digest. The rest and digest. One of the most important things that I found is physical touch. If you have access to it, physical touch, not only does it feed you with the right kind of hormones, oxytocin, serotonin is involved in this process. You also also feel um, a level of comfort that allows your nervous system to gradually downregulate. If you don't have access to this, sure enough, there are other ways you can do it. But I would really encourage you to seek out physical touch. And here's the thing, it's important that your partner in touch um, has the right intention. Because if you have a finely attuned nervous system, uh, you can potentially feel that they're a little bit needy or a little bit graspy or a little bit invasive with their energy. So find somebody who you are able to be relaxed with, hopefully your partner. If you don't have that, of course, it's possible to, to use a blanket that gives you a sense of physical touch. You can use a, a hot water bottle and just put it on your belly that works wonders. And some people have pets, of course. In, in the Reclaiming the Throne work, when we do the inner child work, we even encourage men to find their old teddy bears. And even though that might be a little embarrassing for some of you guys, that is also a possibility to actually go into the childlike part of you and allow yourself to get a, the physical touch that your magical imagination so yearned for when you were little. The, the other thing that I highly recommend is to get into nature more. And of course, this is a central theme to this podcast. And, and a lot of the time, nature is... Um, it's a place where people have a tendency of using it, using nature more as a backdrop for physical activity. I'm not actually talking about that. We're not talking about having a beautiful place to do physical activity. We're talking about a place to go and to shed your stress hormones and to allow them to pour into the soil and to allow you to be embraced by the great mother, if you will. There is a dramatic medicinal and therapeutic effect from just laying down on the ground. And, 
and think this is one of the reasons why people are just happy on the beach. They're close to the ground, right? And so in, in a month like July, just get on the beach more, get into the water more. But even in winter, get on the beach and into the water if, if, if you if you have the capacity to, you know, it's, it's beautiful to get in touch with the elements, to, to be strongly connected to the elements will just get you out of all of these loops, the concerns about the chaos in the world and bring you into the immediacy of the present moment. And it's in that present moment that the lover inside of you just goes, ah, I belong to life. This feels good. One of the things that I've noticed in this period of going slow is the ever-present draw to stimulus even when I'm resting. And if you've been following this podcast for a while now, I've already been talking about this in the past. But I'm bringing it back. Because there is a way that we get so accustomed to doing that genuinely resting becomes almost intolerable for us. Because we have become so addicted to external stimulus. And there is a place, an almost cocoon-like place that you may know from just laying down and not even really having an agenda of doing anything. It's not like you're sitting down to intentionally meditate, but you're just allowing your body's need to go slowly to take over. This is, this is the kind of um, mechanism that allows us to fall asleep at night but this also is a need that the body has during the day so if you're a guy that runs adrenaline through your system all day long and you're like go 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 motherfucker i'm gonna make it i'm gonna crush it then you know it's not sustainable you will die early so allow yourself the gift of Rest. Rest. When your mind is supercharged with thoughts and concerns about the world, rest will not come easy. And so you need to train yourself. Oh, well, I, I, think, I think I need or want to train myself to allow this rest to be more of an ever-present feature of my life. Learn to rest and you will reap the rewards. After the break, I will return with more ideas of finding peace in these times of chaos. I'll talk to you soon. As a listener to the Walking with the Archetypes podcast, you are part of a growing minority of men who want to reclaim their personal power. You want to know why the world is still burning 
and why you keep experiencing the same problems over and over again. Most of all, you want to be free to live the life that you were born to live. Yet the reality is that we men are struggling with hearts full of shame and minds full of lies. Yes, we all lie and so do you. Our lives become days of quiet desperation. And what is the way out? Facing our demons and the truth of who we are. To help you do that, I have created the ultimate intro to Masculine Archetypes training, a powerful six-week immersion into the themes of this podcast. And men are constantly raving to me about their breakthroughs after having gone through it. When you are ready to take the next step and give yourself this powerful experience, go to innerthroneacademy.com slash U-I-M-A and use the discount code PODCAST for 10% off. And now, back to the program. Welcome back. So I think it is absolutely crucial that we do include meditation in this list. When I initially started meditating at the start of my 20s, I started to view meditation more like a duty or a thing to do. And that certainly is a very helpful context for a morning practice. Though I also found with time that the doing aspect of the meditation actually defeated the purpose of the meditation because meditation actually is a process of learning to be. And that is a little bit of a tricky tricky mindfuck that many of us get into. It's like, I'm going to do meditation. I'm going to do it for 15 minutes and then I'm going to keep going with my day. Like, whack, 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 whack. I propose as you're pursuing peace to take a slightly different perspective on meditation. That meditation is a gift of being that you're giving to yourself. It's like when you need your mind to be washed when you need to calibrate your subtle energy body, you give yourself the gift of meditation. And sure enough, include it in your daily ritual. It's a beautiful thing. But most importantly, see it as a gift of being to yourself. The more you can resource yourself in being, the better you will do with finding peace in times of chaos. Another thing that I found helpful is breath work. One of the remarkable things about breath work, for instance, if you do holotropic breath work or the Wim Hof method, is that when you do this vigorous breathing for a while, something happens in the brain. There seems to be a little bit of a DMT 
secretion happening in the brain. This is the the death hormone, the hormone that is excreted, um, secreted, whatever it's called in English, when we die, and and it's also the the molecule that is connected with um, medicinal remedies like uh, nature medicines such as ayahuasca, entheogens, but also you can find it very powerfully in um, in Booth Alvarius, the toad that is connected with, well, basically the the most powerful tripping you can do, the 5-MeO-DMT, that's the most powerful uh, molecule in terms of having altered states and, and, and to go on trips into the cosmos. This kind of experience is available to you even when you do breath work. And it's natural, then it's not something that you add. And at the end of doing breath work, you can lay there, focus your awareness on what's called the third eye. That's the spot. Place your index finger straight between your eyebrows. That is the third eye. Yeah. And you can focus there at the end of breath work and just sink into peace. It is a remarkable place. And the more you do this, the more you're likely to find the capacity to downregulate. I would also recommend, uh, to the extent that it's possible, I've, I've spoken about physical touch, but if it's possible for you to get a massage now and then, to just to just squeeze that stress lovingly out of your body that would also obviously be a, an absolutely wonderful thing and there are gentle kinds of body work that you can do some people are just very intuitive with this my my friend Seppi who was once a leader uh, an assistant course leader on reclaiming the throne he's one of these beautiful body workers that works intuitively and uh, if you are in Pennsylvania, maybe you'll seek him out in Camp Hill. But, you know, I have, I have many fantastic body workers in, um, in my circle. It's become a little harder to make that work um, due to COVID restrictions. Uh, but, but this is the finding peace part. Again, since I'm very explicitly talking about lover activities today... I'm not talking about things that hurt so much as I'm talking about things that nourish you, support you with feeling good in your animal body. And since we carry a lot of trauma in our systems, in our bodies, trauma that is actually increasingly activated when the chaos around us escalates we we could really benefit from having ways of working with it now of course reclaiming a throne and other trainings that we have are very potent ways of working with trauma even though we we're not trauma specialists we seem to have fantastic results 
with resolving trauma patterns for, for the guys. But what I'm going to propose to you today is something that is called TRE, trauma release exercise. And I'm not going to be able to explain this to you super well, but this is something that you could look up to just fatigue your muscles just a little bit. And then laying down, maybe maybe you could sit uh, up against a wall, like with 90 degree, uh, 90 degree angle uh, in, in your legs for at least 30 seconds, but maybe up to a minute. And then you can lay down afterwards on a yoga mat. And then, and then allow your um, knees, you know, you, you pull your feet a little closer to your, your body and you have your knees first pointing straight up to the ceiling. And then you can allow them to fall out sideways a little bit. And then gradually as you sink into being more here and you just keep breathing, you will find that your body will actually in a very powerful and mysterious way start to shake. And this is a mammalian response to stress and trauma that we have shut down in our culture because we don't want to look weird. You know, children do this and mammals do this when a zebra has been chased by a lion, for instance. On the on the savanna, you could see them under the trees, the the big trees. Like, what's it called? The acacia trees or whatever, and they stand there and they shake, right? And and it's because the 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 body doesn't want to store that shit, this energy of shock. You know, this this hormone that has been pouring through your system, connected to your survival, and we have all of these these chronic survival patterns running in us because we haven't allowed the, the tension of the trauma to be released from our bodies. And so we start to allow that to release through trauma release exercises. That is another beautiful thing that you can do for yourself. Aside from these things, you know, lighting lighting diffusers with lovely smells, scented oils, uh, beautiful music, having some high quality wine with somebody you care about. I really encourage you to make these things a priority. They so easily become relegated to the the optional luxuries or or non-essential parts of your life. But I have found that the capacities and the problem-solving abilities that open up when I have allowed my mind a little bit of a break that I've allowed myself the gift of being that after that my level of resources that my my resourcefulness have increased dramatically right and so over these last three months as I've said to you in previous episodes I haven't been working much at all 
but things have started to open up as a result. And maybe this is not possible for all of you to just to just not work so much for three months. I think you'll find that it's a lot more possible for a lot of you than you might think. Um, and 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 when you start giving yourself that gift, not in a lazy, irresponsible way, but in a way of hey. It's time for me to sink into myself so that I can discover the truth of the next steps that I have to take. When you do it that way, it is a remarkable gift that you can give to yourself. And so I hope this gave you some ideas. My desire at this point is that you just take some time with yourself and reflect on how you can find peace. How you can allow the stress of your life to start um, releasing a little bit. So that you can become more resourced and more centered in these times of chaos. Right now we're in summer, so things are pretty good. But... I expect things are going to get a lot more rough again in a few months. And so with that in mind, and I don't want to scare you here. It's just what I see. It's just what I see. I hope I'm wrong, but it's just what I see. And then the capacity to resource yourself and to trust that you belong in the world and that there is a home for you in humanity and that your animal body will be taken care of and that yes we will do just fine in the end to have these capacities more anchored into your being is going to be very very valuable so take a few breaths perhaps And join me now as I return to nature and wrap up. Back on the hill here, the sun is setting behind me and I'm being bathed in golden light. The communication that is available with nature and with the life forms that roam freely and the certain ambiance and energy, I would say, of nature. It's something that I've only gradually really come to fully connect with and appreciate. I wouldn't say that I was exactly a nature child when I was young, I was a lot in front of computers. I, I would go into the woods with my father quite a bit, but not nearly as much as you might imagine based on my connection with nature. I don't know about you if you were a nature child when you were young or if indeed you spend a lot of time in nature now. But we all have our unique relationships with nature and well, I'm not much of a camper. I'm 
not a hunter. I have this, I'd say, shamanistic connection with nature where it just seems to speak with me. And I have visions among trees that often, if not always, come true. And uh, I'm very grateful for that connection. I think it's important to start developing that connection in a deeper way as technology is taking over more and more with the risk of us becoming disconnected from who we truly are, becoming transhumanists. I really don't like the idea of that future. So I will do my part again to inspire you to connect. And to know that there is a hum out here. A kind of calling for your soul. And you get to respond to it. When you come out. And walk with me or somebody else. Without too much agenda. Without too much pollution in your mind. And you just be. And you just listen and things start coming, they start emerging. If you haven't experienced that yet, trust me, if you intend it, it will happen. And uh, at this point, I just want to wish you a good weekend, at least if you're listening to this on a Friday just after it's been launched. If you don't, then have a great day. And um, I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Don't quite know what we're going to head into then, but if you have any requests, make sure to join the Telegram group and let them be known. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide. <laughs>